Hey, what's up, guys? This is Cuban Twitter Herrera. Listen to City Wrestling Radio Podcast. Stay juicy. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the Raw Review. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio. With me is my co-host today. Jose Segura. How's everybody doing? More importantly, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm feeling a little bit better. You know, the Diamond Studio was just under a quarantine this weekend. Yes, it was. Um, you know, so I was unable to do any recording uh, due to uh, my throat being um, thrashed. Yes. Did you send proper sanitation of the studio? Yes. I. Uh, we had a whole team come in. Over the weekend. Excellent. Uh, top to bottom. I could touch the microphones and everything. Yeah, they scrubbed under the laundry basket of the studio and under the um, bed of the studio. Sweet. So we're all good here. Um, but guys, you know, I'm doing pretty good. You know, it's uh, I'm doing a lot better today. So. so we're not here to talk about me, though. How are you, though? I'm doing great. Nice yeah. little restful weekend. Yeah, I, it's it's been good. I did a little, you know, getting better and then, you know... I went to a little trip on Pacifica on Monday. I work in Pacifica. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, with oh with the, the old time equipment, right? Yeah. Nice. What Cutting part of tape. Pacifica? Uh, crispy. Okay. Crispy I was, Avenue, I think. I was over by Rockaway Beach. Okay. Which is by a bunch of hotel or motels. And yeah. It's, it's we were there pretty late night. I mean, a friend I know was just pretty creepy. Yeah, like bet. towards late night. Yeah, you know that it said that Pacifica has the best Taco Bell in the United States. We went to the Taco Bell too. Yeah, I worked like blocks away from there. It's not that great. <laughs> it's no, it's it's the view that you know it makes it acclaimed because yeah. it's not you know it's not the greatest Taco Bell. The, yeah, the outside Taco is Bell, weird. And they yeah, had alcohol. Yeah, but guys, if you uh, if you want to listen to I don't know if you if you want to talk more about Taco Bell or talk about anything else with us or listen. To anything else about us that we talk about. I don't know. I'm stumbling over my words, man. See, the, the cold got to my head. Let's get it together, man. SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Or across other, other fine podcast delivery applications, uh, including iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox. Um, let's see. What else are we on? Bunch of them. Check them out. Just if we're not all, there. All of them. Yeah. If we're not there, let us know. So then we can throw it up. And there's also a bunch that I've like looked on and I'm like, we didn't even add it and we're already on there. I think podcast things just like grab RSS feeds. Maybe, yeah. From wherever. But, you know, if you want to hit us, if you want to be a part of the show, you got to hit us up on social media, guys. Please do. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Slide into our DMs hard at CWR415. Like I said, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all three of them, we are at CWR415. Yes. But we're not here to talk about uh, us and, and, and how we spent our weekend or where you can follow us. We're here to talk about Raw, baby. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about the Spider-Man game a little bit afterwards. But yeah. Well, maybe. Well, if we have time. Oh, I was so excited to talk about Raw. I started. I sat down. I watched Raw. And then I watched Raw. Yeah. What do you think about Raw in general? You was know what? I, it, it wasn't bad. I, I like last really? week. I, I, I like last week better. Yeah. This one, oh, it, uh, you know, there's, there's some lulls. Uh, but, you know, it was entertaining at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at my notes. Um, a lot of weird stuff still happening here, especially like the SmackDown promotion that they're doing. Which one? Wait, what? They're doing uh, SmackDown match hypes for Hell in a Cell. Oh yeah, they, they've been they've been doing that kind of back and forth a lot. That's you know, it's, it's, it's really weird. I yeah, get it, yeah. You're supposed to be a competing brand. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, the main event. Not a big fan. It, it was like two minutes long. Um, you know, Kevin Owens, awesome. Always great to see him. Triple H, boring, yawn. No, the debut of Ronnie Ronnie Ace and Nathan Bradley. Oh, incredible. Incredible, yeah. Um, 
you know. It, but no, at the same time, no. That it, is the future of your WWE. Right the now. only, yeah, I know, right? The only thing positive, and it's funny, the only two good things I thought were good on the show was, uh, you know, Mick Foley and, uh, doing his promo later in the night and Triple H doing his promo. I wasn't a big fan of Triple H's promo. Hey, this is what I said. I was like, predictions, you know, and like, oh, it's cool. Yeah. But you well, know. maybe you know I was taking notes while watching, yeah. and maybe I'll have a different <laughs> outlook on the show after we talk about it a little bit. There we go. So we started off Monday Night Raw. We welcome back Renee Young, and she is here to stay, guys. Jonathan Sweet. Coachman, as my boss would say, Egon. Uh, he's he's off the Monday Night Raw commentary team. I don't know exactly what happened or why he was taken off the show. Maybe um, our criticism over the weeks. You know, maybe Vince Vaughn said, you know, those guys at City Wrestling Radio are right. Um, but he is being put on the pre-show duties now. He's going to be hosting the pre-show. as okay. a Okay, light doses. I could I can handle that. So, uh, Renee Young, I guess she's full-time. And she feels very <laughs> comfortable this week, I noticed, on the, in the announced chair. She does. The only problem I have with it is I feel like Michael Cole and Corey Graves can be kind of holding her back a little bit. There was some good banter between her and Graves. <clears throat> with Graves, yeah. Yeah. Michael Cole, though, there was there were some times where <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> there were some times where um he just was kind of like, Well, what do you mean by that, Renee? Like condescending. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And I, I don't think it was he was trying to like upstage her, but I think he was trying to get her into like, like draw something out of her or or just trying to get her into that no this is what we do on monday night okay. don't be yourself okay you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, like yeah. answer the questions uh-huh. you know explain yourself like you have to explain like in detail what you mean to the fans yeah because uh, she does come off as like a, a fan sitting in the chair yeah and i think it's awesome yeah. like even there was a certain point where was it finn balor won his match against elias and she's uh-huh. like yay and yeah. michael cole said no cheering <laughs> she said you're right i'm sorry i have to call these matches down the middle you're but not I, the ref. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're right? a color commentator. Especially since how many heel commentators have there been over the years that have been Dude. like, like yeah. you know, uh, Michael Cole uh, yeah. <clears throat> with Daniel Bryan. You yeah. know, oh, this guy's a twerp. You know, in our Hell in a Cell uh, 2010 review, if you guys haven't heard it, soundcloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Hell in a Cell 2010, our first retro review up last week. Um, he was ripping on Daniel Bryan the entire time. Like, this little dweeb, this little twerp. You know, he doesn't understand what the Miz understands. Michael Cole was dissing uh broken uh woken yeah. Matt Hardy. Yeah, yeah. He was on his on his uh tip for weeks on end. Right. He had he had an opinion there. Oh yeah, he said, Oh yeah, some old guys hitting me up on on Twitter, you know, Senor Benjamin. Yeah. Which they didn't God, I, I feel that that whole that whole thing just got lost, man. They didn't know how to complete the stages. <clears throat> anyways, anyways, let's not talk about broken Matt Hardy because that is broken and Matt Hardy has been deleted. Um let's start off Monday Night Raw. We start off with Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre coming out to the ring with a group of heels, the same group of heels that took out Roman Reigns with them last week. Yep. Uh, the group includes uh, the AOP, um, the Ascension, Jinder Mahal, and Sunil Singh. Uh, Kevin Owens, who's now, I guess, in a group helping Braun Strowman. Because he does what he wants. I guess. And uh, who else was there? Oh, and Drew Gulak. Gulak was there? I didn't even yeah, see him. Yeah, Gulak was there again. Wow. Um, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, they they cut a Braun, Dolph, and Drew cut a promo. We told you so. Yeah, we said, think, Braun said something along the lines of, Bro, uh, Roman, you have your hounds of justice. Well, I have my dogs of war. His pack. Which I think is kind of a cool, because they kept calling them dogs of war throughout the entire night. That's a cool name. Yeah, it's I'll, cool. I'll give it to them. Uh, anything, they're changing that, though. 
because they're going to change the whole war part. It's going to be the like they're going to be called the dogs or something. That'll be dumb if it's, they do. It, exactly, I know. It's well, or, the, or he did say he has his pack. That's, if they change it to the we're pack. the dog pack, yeah, and they have shirts with a dog on it, just oh, like no, the no, no, steer clear. Yeah. Don't talk to that marketing guy ever again. Eventually, out come the shield through the fans. The shield come out to attack the heels with axe handles. Yeah, and. I always think that's a little weird when they do that, but I understand why I get, you know, I, okay. I don't like it, but I understand. Yeah. Because, you know, baseball bats are accessible and they're trying to use an item on TV that like, so that's why they took like the curb stomp out of Seth Rollins Yeah, because they didn't want, they thought it was so dangerous and a kid can do it so easily. I thought it was associated with the, uh, American, American history. Probably that too. Um, I think the name of it, that's why it's called the Stomp now. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, you know, they don't want, they, baseball bats are accessible to children. You know, they don't want children going up and attacking people. Yeah, you just can't go axe into. Axe handles. You yeah. Can't, yeah, kids don't have just axe handles. They don't around. sell those at Target. Exactly. Well, I, no, sure not Target. Don't. I mean, you could probably buy a small axe at Target. A hatchet? A hatchet, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but the shield come out uh, with axe handles in ha- hand to attack all the heels. Um, and eventually did... The, the the brawn and all them they fled right yeah yeah so it is what it is it's I don't like this whole back and forth they're having between the two especially since the you know we're getting TLC in December yes we should by the way tickets go on sale uh, the twenty first they won't sell out I'm gonna wait to the ultimate last minute I yeah if you want <laughs> I could buy the tickets too and then oh okay we'll work it out we'll do that um but TLC and you know what's advertised as the main event. Is the Shield versus Braun Dolphin Drew? You don't say. So, how many months is that? It's like three months in the future. We're, we're this beef is going to happen all until WrestleMania at least. Yeah. No, and it, it sucks, and it's it's annoying. I like Drew. I like Dolph. I like Braun. I like Dean. I like Seth. I can't wait for Dean to separate himself, or Dean and Seth to separate. Yeah, I mean, it could happen, but you know now. Now with the whole tag title match coming up for Hell in a Cell announced, yeah, my prediction was right. Once I said, you yeah, remember I yeah. said it last week. Yeah, well, I said it last week that when once I saw those titles on Drew and Dolph, they're going. I saw them directly going to the Shield. Oh, they're playing hot potato with that thing. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have backstage uh, Baron Corbin, not Darren Corbin, um, which he's a local wrestler in the Pacific Northwest. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, backstage with the Shield, saying like, "What's wrong with you guys? Like." You've axe handles like don't make me arrest you again. Like, yeah, he's the one voice of reason. Yeah, yeah. He said, I'm trying to run a show. He he literally was like, I'm trying to run a show. I want you guys to compete on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to do everything right. And but also tells them to leave the premise. He said, You guys need to cool off for tonight. Yeah. What's take, take the day off? It's a good managerial thing. Like especially the Shield, you know. The shield. They say shield be here. Shield, you need to leave, okay? And he said, All right. Because we said if they don't their titles will be stripped. Yeah. The Intercontinental title and the Universal title will be stripped from Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, so they decide to leave. And we have a YouTube video from the Bella Twins oh, as God. they arrive to the arena. Hey, 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 Bree, well, this is our room over here. What's go- Oh, my God. What happened? In- it, isn't it the tiniest dressing room ever seen? Yeah, especially for the Bellas. I feel like that was their closet. Yeah. I feel like they were like, no, we can do the closet in here because I don't want to like ruin the room. The but, real room, yeah. Yeah, that's going to look messy. I don't want to see all that. But we can do it in the other room. It's, like, fine. Um, and there was one chair and, like, a poster. Yeah. And so then they, like, it was, like, they would say things like Brie mode, but the Brie would be crossed out to, like, yeah. riot. Like, yeah. Riot mode. And it wasn't even, like, 
in like good graffiti. It was like literally the straightest lines possible. Yeah. Like the most uppercase, like like someone doing their homework in third well grade. Well written, yeah. Exactly. Well written. <laughs> like just learned how to do all that. It was it was weird. It was. It was. Um, I mean, I I want I like the whole. I like the Bella Twins. I mean, I'm not going to take anything away from them. I think they're horrible wrestlers. They're horrible wrestlers, but they're important to the show and the they're, band. They're good. They're good sh- uh, showmen. They're good showwomen. I don't know. Showmen? Show I think you can say showmen just like... Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Like sportsmen? Yeah, everyone knows what I mean. Like sportsmen and not sportswomen? <laughs> Sportsperson. What well, was that a couple weeks ago? Corey Graves? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that led to the match later in the night, Nikki Bella versus Ruby Riot. Not a great match at all. No, but you know what? It, was, was Nikki a little bit stiff at the beginning? Was she? I didn't. She I didn't did. A, really you know notice. those those uh, shoulder tackles you do into the corner mm-hmm. on their gut. At one point, she rises and hits her in the chest. Ooh. And she hits her twice. Like, Ooh, do, uh, did Ruby know, do something bad? All I know is that Nikki shouldn't be hitting stiff, especially with shoulder tackles, because she has all that neck problems. Yeah. So she needs to be careful. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So Ruby took one, and the next couple of moves were kind of stiff on both parts. Mm-hmm. But then after the commercial break, it's like somebody maybe got into the ear of the ref and told him to cool it. Yeah. Hey, you guys. I can stop, see, stop I can see that. that. Well, I know everyone's all mic'd, or, you know, mic'd up, but yeah. especially, especially the ref, they have an earpiece. Yeah. So, uh, it, like I said, it wasn't much of a match, though, after that. Um, finished Ru- with the... Ruby's a hell of a worker. She is. Carry the hell out I of this like match. Her. I like her. I've liked her even since, you know, our uh, best of 2017 when I made the crazy prediction of her having a five-star match, which is ridiculous. Um, now that I think about it, I was well, so young, right? It's because she doesn't have the other 2.5. If she's 2.5 stars, she needs the other 2.5 stars. No, I know. She needs that other. Yeah. Uh, but Nikki Bella finished off uh, Ruby Riot with the Rack Attack 2.0, pinning Ruby Riot to win the match. Next up, we had a Connor's Cure segment. Uh, now it's, uh, I guess, September is Connor's Cure month for WWE. Or, you know, so yeah. it's the whole program they set up for children with. I don't know if it's just cancer or with like illnesses. Yeah, I think it's illnesses, like terminal. Life terminal life yeah. yeah. Um, so they had a bunch of kids out there, you know, with their their little uh, characters they made up. Like, you know, one kid was named Super Four. Uh, the other one, you know, the, the Thunderstorm, the Quiet Storm. Yeah. Um, Brutus the Bruder. I don't know. Yeah. The one thing I will say is that one kid did have that one shirt. He was supposed to be like, he's, he's, uh, crushes cancer, but yeah. he, it, his shirt was a pink. Ribbon with like the censored logo around it. Yeah, I felt like it was like uh, I felt like I don't like the organization Susan, or I felt like it was a, a slap at Susan J. Cuman. Yeah, which you know a lot of people don't like because they're you know it's been widely um, speculated that yeah. they are con- a lot of controversy surrounding yes, them. Yes, best to say it without you know putting my foot in my mouth. Yeah, uh, yeah I agree. <laughs> um, so I didn't know what that was all about. You know, I. I felt like every year all these kids were always a lot younger, and I'm not taking anything away from any any of these kids. Yeah, but the dude was like 22. But there were some kids up there, and they looked like they were like 16, 17. I think they said that he was 16, yeah. So I don't know. I like I get it. Like It's cool. Like They need their moment too, but at the same time, it, I, it, I feel like when I say that, see, now I feel bad because now I feel like that's just like saying like, oh, but I want a kitten, not a cat. You know, I want a puppy, not a dog. Yeah, that's true. Uh, at the same time, you know what they could have done? Just mixed in a few more older kids. Yeah. And that would have made it feel more balanced because he was just standing out like a sore thumb. He, well, especially since he was standing next to a kid who was like four years old. Yeah. So, and they panned up to him. Tall kid, tall kid. Maybe, hopefully he'll get better. Yeah, but good, start you know, training one day. Good segment. Brought a little tear to my eye. Oh, but Big Show's like yelling everyone's name. 
Like, <laughs> like, dude, damn it, Big Show, spit the marbles out. You can you can announce these kids' names without trying to sound like overly exaggerated. I don't know. It was just, I, I felt like he was trying to come off like a ring announcer, but like an animated version of a ring announcer. Well, you know, he's an animated version of himself. So yeah, that's true. You know, he eats toothpaste sandwiches. Have you ever heard that? <laughs> no, I never heard so, that. So apparently I it was an old story back in the day. I saw I saw it on something. Maybe it was like MTV. Yeah, it's like bad to eat fluoride. But he like he's like, Yeah, I make toothpaste sandwiches and he made one. He like put the toothpaste on there with on the white bread and just yeah. took a bite into it. It was like Ugh. I love it. And I'm like, dude, you're disgusting. Captain Insano, you truly are insane. Yeah. Next up we have the AOP with Drake Maverick backstage and I guess AOP no longer stands for Authors of Pain, but it stands for AOP. So, uh, yeah. So they're like the new KFC of the WWE. Yeah. Um, Drake Maverick just, you know, is trying to build up his team before they go out and have their their hell of a match tonight against, uh, what was I saying earlier? What was the team's name? Ronnie, Ronnie Ace, Ace and Nathan Bradley. He tells them, channel that rage. Hey, hey. First of all, cool names. Yeah. No, no. Very classic. Yeah. Especially Ronnie Ace. I like Ronnie Ace. Um, this whole Drake Maverick, dude, put him in a suit. Yes. Like, it's so weird. And so this is okay. I'm going to get to my point later in the night because we're going to have a little bit more of this later. And I have an idea of what's going on. We'll get there. Okay, because they took away the vest. Like, little by little, they're stripping them. Yeah, but just put them in a suit. Put them in a suit, a black suit. I would take jeans and a shirt. Like, black, like, like jeans and a black tank top like he had. Or maybe a black V-neck. Yeah, something like that. Just He just... It's just he looks weird. He does. He's so tiny around them. He looks like a miniature version of them. He looks like a little puppy dog version of them. Yeah. He yeah. looks like a little chihuahua. Like I feel like Vince saw a chihuahua following two pit bulls. I was like, I love it. Where's you know Drake what? Maverick? If Chris Benoit is the evil twin, he's the good twin. Yeah, it's just it's man, it's it's so bad. Anyways, uh Ronnie Ace and Nathan Bradley making their raw debut, you know, probably local enhancement talent from the New Orleans area. Yeah. Um, squash match, super collider, AOP pin the jobbers. Dude, uh, early in the match. Well, I mean, what is early in the match? It was a thirty second match. Like, yeah. But the the, the, in the follow- first three seconds. Yeah, the followaway slam on Ace. He lands like on his neck and shoulder, dude. It looked vicious. Well, that kid needs to learn how to fall, man. I guess so. I don't know what to or say. Or he's about so that. light that he got thrown like like ragdoll. Yeah. See, I, yeah, yeah. And then Mick Foley. Yeah, we'll get to Mick Foley yeah. later. Sorry, see, that's the thing. We have Raw in the background now. Yeah. Just, just as a reference point. And then I, I see things, and I'm like, I want to say this. Uh, but next up, we have Outside Pulls a Limo. See, we're getting there. Um, Triple H pulls up. He, and they got the nerdiest cops on the force they, to put on the uniform. They don't even have, like, the uniforms. Like, they don't have fitted uniforms. They're all super yeah. illy fit, illy, Ill, ill-fitting. Ill-fitting. There we go. Really Ill- ill-fitting. And they're just, they look so bad on them. Um, they're just waiting out there next to the car, waiting to see if the shield shows. Because remember, the shield is banned from the arena. Yes, the they are. Watch out for the shield. Who's in that limo? Can't be the shield. Oh, but no, it's it's it's, it's, it's your boss, dude. Triple H. Hey, what's up? I'm here, guys. He laughs. He looks at the. He walks up to, uh, past the police and he kind of smirks at them when he walks by. He shook his head. He was like, ah, because he's like, wait, what's going? I felt like they made last night. The one thing that was missing is a Baron Corbin Triple H talking to. Yeah. Like, I felt like he need, he needed to be like, hey, what the hell is going on here? Because Monday Night Raw has been in complete chaos yeah, ever yeah, since yeah. you've taken over. Yeah. So, and, uh, and which would lead to hopefully Kurt Angle coming back on Sunday. Yeah, but 
Triple H has other things on his mind. He uh, he just comes. He's here. And he's here. He wants everyone to know he's here. Next up, we have the B team versus Mick Ziggle Wiggles. Oh, uh, no. No, no. Polls were taken. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Did I get oh. my... Oh, oh we, missed, we missed the whole Triple H promo. I'm yeah. sorry. Sorry. The whole Triple H promo. The one thing I said was good from the night I skipped over. <laughs> right? Um, he comes out. He you know gives the whole promo about his match he's going to have at the Super Show with against The Undertaker. Um, he says, you know, a couple weeks ago, you know, polls were taken, predictions, you know, predictions and polls and and pre-shows and good shows that you can find on SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Ooh, nice they don't plug. they don't bother him. You know, they they don't they don't bother him at all. But last week, you know, when Shawn Michaels said he he picks Triple H um, and it bothered The Undertaker. OK, where does Undertaker live? Texas. I Texas. Think? Uh, what yeah. was uh Raw last week? I don't know. I don't remember either, but it wasn't in Texas. No, next week they're in Texas, and Undertaker's going to be there next week. Yeah, you know that. so unless Undertaker got a script sent to him ahead of time, yeah. there's no reason for him to be mad and just pop up out of nowhere. Oh, Shawn Michaels. No, he, absolutely. His, his yeah, opinion yeah. made me come here. You don't know his opinion yet. Hey, you know, he has the powers of the darkness. Yeah, he just warped over there. Okay. Fine. I mean, the lightning brought him over. Um, so Triple H goes on and says... Said something along the lines of, you know, you know, it's something about you. It's not that you don't respect me or Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. You don't respect yourself, mm-hmm. which is what I felt was good because you know it's never been the same after that match they had. You know, he lost the, the series of matches you had against us. He played everything into what happened to the Undertaker into the match that's happening now. He yeah. was able to say, "Hey, you lost to Brock Lesnar because of the match we had." Yeah, and who retired him? Yeah, uh, 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 no one. No, remember he quit <laughs> Roman Reigns technically. But, yeah. But, I mean, we've seen The Undertaker wrestle how many times since then? Sure. Like a million. Four. Yeah. Um, yeah, so good promo by Triple H. So. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, not his best work, but okay. Yeah, he's out there. Like, he's been out a whole lot. They're really building up this super show. Every other week he's been there for the and, past four weeks. And I think they, I've heard rumors have it. They have more matches right now for the super show than they do for Hell in a Cell, which is this Sunday. Great job, guys. Yeah. Uh, so next up, we have the B team versus McZiggle Wiggles um, in a uh, WWE Raw Tag Team Championship rematch. I hate when the champs come out first. I, I, it just it, bothers it, me yeah, so no, much. No, it, it's not. It shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Um, Bo and Dolph start out the match. That's really weird to say. Um, super kick. <laughs> sla- oh, th- that really cool super kick Alabama slam combo that they did. I wrote that down. Yeah, that was good. Um, when, I think, was it to Curtis Axel? I believe so, yeah. Uh, when they, you know, Drew, Drew McIntyre has Curtis Axel in Alabama slam position, then a super kick to him while he's on that, and then he slams him down. Really yep. cool spot. Um, eventually, they hit the Claymore zigzag to Bo Dallas. Dolph Ziggler gets the pin on Bo Dallas. It, Bo Dallas looked really good in his match. Yeah, but I mean, he came off as like the tough guy. The B team is just so like they, I said a couple weeks ago. They're the Spirit Squad, man. Yeah, you know they, yeah. they went the whole like the cheering like. Bum, 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 it was bum, more bum, over bum, this week. Bum. Oh, Did you I, notice that? I felt like the fans were kind of hot. Like the fans last night were, I felt like a younger crowd. Okay, especially yeah. you can hear it when Nikki's re- Nikki Bella was wrestling. There was you could hear the kids scream for yeah, her, yeah. and that's about it. And the and men it was loud. No, and the men with the uh, "Marry Me, Nikki" po- uh, posters. No, really? <laughs> there was a ton of "Marry Me" posters out there. Oh, see, here we go. Here, see, we have it on the back. B team, B team, go, go, go. 
God, it's so bad. They might as well just put him in green shorts in, and you know the the tearaways. Yeah, and come out to that music with trumpets. Da, 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 da. And then just have Dolph Ziggler join. He could be was it Mickey? <laughs> yeah, so bad. Uh, uh, next, oh, and then at the end of the match, after the match. Eventually, the Shield. Oh, I'm sorry, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose come in to attack both Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. McZiggles had to cheat the win, by the way. How did they cheat? I didn't. I didn't get that. Oh, you're right. He they, raked the eyes of Bo he Dallas. Did. He raked the eyes of Bo, uh, Bo Dallas, and then he Dolph uh, did, by the way. And then he went. They went for the clay zag, as I call it, or the Zigmore, whatever you want to do. I like clay zag. That sounds cool. Um, like I said, after the match, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins attack the champs. Um, setting up for later in the night. How'd they get through those five cops? I know. Well, you know, they weren't the Shield, so they were probably like, oh, you guys are good. <laughs> hey, oh, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose? Oh, right this way. It's fine, guys. Uh, next up, we have the explanation of what happened. Baron Corbin backstage with Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. He says, what are you guys doing here? I told you the Shield shouldn't be here. It's when Seth went on and said, hey, we're not the Shield. We're just Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Oh. Uh, he says, it's semantics, dude. It's yeah. like not cool. Um, then like they started going back and forth about the Shield being arrested last week. They incited a riot. We saw that. Yeah. We all saw that. Yeah. And then like they were saying. The other thing is that Corbin falsified police reports. But then they were saying. Corbin charged them. They, I remember them saying yeah. that like, they said, yeah, Corbin, yeah. you charged us with. Corbin doesn't charge anyone with anything. No, no, no. Like, no. he. No. Anyways, so Seth Rollins, they have a sheriff there from the New Orleans County Sheriff's Department. And he says, Oh, that's how they got in. Yeah, there you go. The they, boss let him in. He says, uh, You know, this, this sheriff right here, he's ready to make. He has an arrest warrant for you. Um, if falsifying you, police reports. For, yeah, yeah. He's, you know, you're under arrest, Barry. Whoa, 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 whoa. What can we do to figure it out? That's when Seth Rollins and um, Baron Corbin talk privately while Dean Ambrose and the sheriff go out, out to, to the outside of the office. Yeah. Um, I like this one. Dean Ambrose is like, hey, he just starts randomly talking. Yeah. He's, he's like, hey, so, you know, I was pulled over, but I, I feel like it's a, a suggested speed limit, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's when Seth Rollins comes out of the office and says, ah, we're good to go. But then it zooms in on the police officer. Did you see this part? Yeah, I did. And his name tag says Ambrose, comma, G. Gene Ambrose. I did not see that. Gene Ambrose. I think that's what the story was. Okay. Because he, he, he was like, can I call you next time I'm in jail? Exactly. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So the Shield have corrupt cops on their payroll. Mm-mm-mm. Just ticks. So, Sounds like a heel thing to me. Exactly. How, like, Braun, Dolph, and Drew are, like, banning a community together yeah, yeah. <laughs> to fight these guys who have corrupt police on their on their foot, who attack people with axe handles. Yes. Who knows what happens next? I mean, there might be actual blades on those axe handles. Yeah. Shit, I don't, I don't I know. I remember they, uh, three te- they, they went three-on-one on Braun Strowman. And if you didn't see the live show, they tried to do the shield powerbomb to Dolph Ziggler. Table didn't even break. So, you know what? I'm tired. Not only that, not, not only do they come off his heels, but they suck at throwing people through tables. You guys suck. You suck. Uh, where were we? Oh, yeah. So, next up, we have Kevin Owens coming out to the ring uh, versus Tyler Breeze. And Kevin Owens gets the jobber entrance where he's already there. Did he? 
He was already in the ring. His music was playing. Huh. Okay. Um, Kevin Owens comes out. Uh, then Tyler Breeze comes out. I went to fast forward Tyler Breeze's entrance because, you know, it's the techno music Wait. and him with the thing and then, you know, Is doing the thing. Eyes? So I hit the WWE Network, not WWE Network, uh, Xfinity has that uh, you tap it once and it's 30 seconds forward, tap it twice, it's a minute. I tapped it once, 30 seconds, and Kevin Owens was going back into the ring after he kicked his ass. Yeah. Oh my God, what did I miss? I had to rewind. Kevin Owens viciously attacks Tyler Breeze on the outside before the bell even rings, powerbomb to the edge of the ring. Eventually, Kevin Owens grabs Mike. No, no match ever started. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, you know, the only reason I, I the reason I left... It's because of Bobby Lashley. Damn you, Lashley. Which is weird because I thought he had a problem with Strowman, but whatever. I'm not going to get into that. Um, They said the reason he came back is because Corbin called him and said, you know, I need you. You're one of the stars here. You have carte blanche. You you can do whatever you want. So basically, he's not going to be held accountable for whatever happens to his opponents in the Mm -hmm. ring, which usually happens in a wrestling match. Like, you don't ever get held accountable. Like, no one has ever been like, hey, you hit him too hard. Yeah. I've never seen that. Maybe, like, close fist back in the day if someone used to close fist. Maybe. You still get a five count for that. But even then, the referee pretend like he didn't see it, and they played into the story of the match. You know what I mean? Um. So, yeah, so he said, and then he said, the only reason I came back, too, is because of Bobby Lashley. You took out my friend. Now I'm going to go take you out. He saw about Sami Zayn. Yeah. Which, it, which okay, there, there, there's, there's logic. Yeah. I, I get it. And then he says, don't ever forget that this is still the Kevin Owens show. I thought he should have said Kevin and Sami show. Yeah. Because he was playing up the whole Sami Zayn yeah. thing. We won't get into that, though. Yeah, but it was Kevin Owens' show before all that. He, anyway, says, so. he says, I will bring anarchy, ang- agony, and destruction. Yes. So, MVP of Raw. Yeah. Next up, we have The Ascension, who have been wrestling a couple weeks in a row now. Well, here's where we get the more hype for AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Oh. It's really weird. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, did no, you know? I, no, I get it. It's just... <laughs> I I I was mad about that kind of stuff. Like right when the brand split happened, I'm like, wait, but they're supposed to be dueling brands. Yeah, and then it just was like, well, it's just they don't give a fuck. I guess it just hyped the universe. It's yeah. the universe, and these are two different. It all goes into my pocket, anyways. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, you were saying uh, the Ascension versus Bobby Roode and Chadwick Gable, the glorious tag team. Now this didn't last long either, and neither would the team, by the looks of it. Yeah, they're they're really playing this up to be a team that has fallen apart before it even came together. Yeah, um, the seed has been planted. The story of the match is uh, Chad Gable is super excited. He's the little puppy dog that could, you know. Yep. He's out there doing everything he can. He can, you know. He could he win sure. matches for everyone. He could win the whole damn match. But Bobby Roode, he goes in there. He tags. He gets tagged in. Goes for the glorious DDT. Chad Gable tags himself back in. Oh, you dirty little rat. Then he goes for the rolling German suplex with the bridge for the pin over Victor of the Ascension. Oh, you got their name straight this time? Yeah. They, okay. they eventually... I, I did, too. <laughs> they eventually... I, someone said something like, oh, that's Connor. And I'm like, okay. That was Cole, yeah. Um, okay, Connor is like the hossy one. Like, he's the big yes, one. Yes, yes. And Victor is the slimmer dude. Victor's with, yeah. like the one with the long hair. Yes. So. Well... <laughs> but they're heels now. I'm, I'm, I used to like when they were with... Uh, Brizango. Brizango. Yes. But they were kind of still heels in that, too. I don't know. Next up, we have the Dogs of War backstage with uh, Baron Corbin comes in. Uh-huh. Um, you forgot one thing. See, I'm, I'm skipping all the, the middle segments. The People's Choice Awards. Oh, God. And the nominees from WWE include... The nominees are people who submitted... Uh, how, how much did they submit with an application fee? That's what I want to know for the yeah. People's Choice Awards. Because it's sponsored by E. 
Yeah. So, like, there's really no credibility to it at all. And reality TV star of the year would be Nikki Bella, who's nominated. Well, yeah, she'll Whose show is on E. But they were like, show of the year. It was like, The Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, what else was there? It was like, um, but it was like things like that. Like, Walking yeah. Dead, like yeah, Game yeah. of Thrones. Raw. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, How does Raw even stack up to The Walking Dead? And no, I know The Walking yeah, yeah. Dead has kind of fallen off. It's Walking Dead right now. Yeah, because I, I, I used to love that show. Oh, yeah, was, me too. I yeah. was way, I like, I remember when the first season, I watched in six hours. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm too invested right now in Walking Dead to give up. I, I gave up a while. And ago. Fear. Oh, Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. I never even got Fear's started. getting better. Really? Yeah. They, yeah. they changed everything up. But didn't they like... Oh, that's kind of cool. Only Morgan crossover. That's it. They were like in Mexico. No, I mean like the timelines. They like caught up to each other, right? Yeah. So like, how did Fear the Walking Dead start way later, but then catch up? You know what I mean? And like it started first and caught up with uh, like it's like it's like it's it started before the epidemic started. Uh It was started right at the epidemic. Yeah, sure. And then all of a sudden, it's like Morgan's. I don't know. Well, they they all do time jumps. Oh, okay. So you know it's. Not a real actual science, you know. The Walking Dead's done time jumps. I don't know. Fear why, the Walking Dead's I don't know why jumps. I'm trying to find logic in a zombie show. Yeah, dude, come on, just sit back and enjoy it. I, that, um, that's my problem. Okay, and uh, your nominee for Game Changer oh. of the year. Well, I don't even know what Game Changer is. Are we nominated for City Wrestling Radio? Please it's, tell uh, me we're nominated for Game Changer. I don't know. They didn't release that information to me uh, on Raw, but Nia Jax, Game Changer. <laughs> What? Yeah. What is even a game changer? Jax. She changes up the game. She's not like most women. (laughs) Like, okay, she's cool and all. She held the belt for like two weeks. And her character was completely botched by WWE creative. Yeah, she was she's, a bully who got bullied, and then then she was, was cool, and then, then she, she was, was bullied again. Then she was bullied, and then she. But then she was the bully again. Yeah. So it it cool if she does right on good for them. I don't know if. Oh, they're, they're not winning. A reality TV I show just, star is the only one I see I would, winning. I would hate to see them try to do something for like some sort of PR, like you know, some sort of good relate. You know, I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Then trying, you know, trying to pander. I don't know. I don't know. No, I got you. I just got you. WWE. I don't trust them. And E, I feel like he's on the same level of WWE corporate. Yeah, you know, it's just like whatever we can do, let's make some money mm-hmm. off this shit. Yeah. Um, so next up, we have the Dogs of War backstage with Baron Corbett in the locker room. And this is when the the Dogs of War, McZiggle Wiggles, the McZiggle Wiggles, the Dogs of War, yeah. were informed that they will be defending their titles against the Shield. Because Mom wants a good Hell in a Cell. I knew it. 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 They're going to hold all the damn titles. Just give them the damn women's title, too. Just give it to them. Give yeah. them the Cruiserweight. Yeah. Give Roman the Cruiserweight title. I'm done, man. Like, you guys just want every title on the Shield? Fine. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's frustrating because I pointed it out like two weeks ago. Yeah, and you know what? I haven't seen a universal title in a long time. Or we saw we saw it tonight, actually. Oh, we did at the very end, just because I uh, finished Raw this morning. Okay. Um, but I just I'm it's it's just really just because they're gonna hold all the titles. They're gonna hold up all the titles. Like you're gonna be like Seth's gonna be like I have two titles again. Ah. Well, I think that's why they're purposely hiding the Intercontinental title. They're like I'm not bringing this out. Shields back. <sighs> We did see it at a certain point. No, we only saw it like on the graphic for Hell in a Cell. Yeah. That's the only time we saw the Intercontinental title. God, that's like my favorite title too, man. Yeah. You know what they really, you know, you know what needs to happen for that match? And screw it. I'm going to say it here. I'm saying it here. I'm going live. Do it. Stand your ground. Kurt Angle needs to come back at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. First off. First first and foremost, like at the beginning of the show, say, Corbin, you're, you're no longer needed as general manager. You're still constable. Don't worry. 
Would you be happy with a uh, a fight with between both? Yeah, Angle sure. versus Corbin. But Angle needs control on Hell in the Cell. This, this is just to set what I'm going to say. And then eventually you're gonna you're uh, you're gonna hear a knock on Angle's door, and then it's gonna cut. We're not gonna see what's going on. And then tag match start about to start, and then you hear say yeah. <laughs> the revival come out are inserted into the match because they were number one contenders, yeah. and they deserve a tag title shot. And they got ambushed, and they walk out as the Raw tag team champions because Ziggle Wiggles and the Shield can't stop brawling on the outs and they can't get you know they keep taking each other out yeah, so yeah. they take advantage of the situation because that's what needs to happen both Drew Dolph Seth and Ambrose need to be in the single scene I agree yeah that's but you know what you're it's not fantasy booking when no it's logical when booking. It's, yeah exactly so I, dude I would love to see that I would love to see that but, you, but you, yeah 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 no what can I say what can I yeah. say um, but we're headed into the era of especially, especially since the revival wasn't on Raw this week too. Yeah. So it seems like they were taken out, and they could say like, you know, we were gone a week, we were hurt, we, we were licking we're, our wounds, but now we're back. And, and even screw it, turn them faces, like make them. I know it's they're better as heels, but you know, I you think back, Arn Anderson was a face at certain points of his career. Yep. He wasn't always a heel. He was a better heel. He I was. Thought. He was. He was. Uh, so was Tully Blanchard. Exactly. But at the same time, they played face at certain times. Mm-hmm. And they did what they could. So, we'll see. Next up, we have, uh, oh, God, uh, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James versus Ronda Rousey and her pet cat. Oh, I wrote that down, too. <laughs> Why do you say that, like, every week, Corey? <laughs> yeah, she see, said that, too. I, see, I should I should get that sound clip now. Yeah. I need to get that sound clip off of there. Um, she <laughs> says, you can't say that every week, Corey. Yeah, this is a met of a match. Alexa teases the arm bar again, eventually on Natty. While Rhonda's just, you know, ugh, she's steaming over there in the corner. Uh-huh. Um, eventually, the Ronda Rousey and uh, Natty hit the, what's they called, the heart attack? Yeah. That's kind of the, yeah, yeah. the Heart Foundation's tag team move where uh-huh. I think the Anvil, Nightheart, would lift somebody up and then Bret Hart would, like, clothesline He up. would do the most amazing clothesline off the ropes, yeah. yeah. And this one wasn't so great. It, it was yeah. ugly. Um, then eventually, Bliss is actually getting some offense in on Ronda Rousey and she's focusing on Rousey's ribs the entire match. Rousey eventually gets into super Rousey mode, and every time oh, she God. throws a punch, did you hear this? Yeah, get back, get yeah. back, get yeah. back, get back. <laughs> like, uh, what do you? What? Yeah, what? I didn't. I couldn't tell if she was like yelling out, like calling spots, or if she was legit. Like that that's was her, her thing. Yeah, like, get back, get back, get back. I think that's her thing. Punch, punch. Yeah, there's punch. no way she's calling spots. No way. Like, could be. She might be just really bad at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you think like, what do you call it? You think um, Alexa would get it? You know to. Go back. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Alexa's a worker. She knows what to do. Yeah. Uh, eventually, uh, Rousey uh, Rousey gets the arm bar on Mickey James. Submission, Rousey over Mickey James. After the match, Alexa Bliss gets the cheap shot on Ronda Rousey when her hand's being raised. She to gets a swift yeah. kick to the ribs. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. It actually looked like it, it hurt. It did, but she totally no-sells all day. She's like, ow. Okay, get back here. I'm mad again. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I just want to call somebody on. I need to call somebody on the show. Okay. Michael from City Wrestling Radio. Okay. I can't unsee Ronda pulling her pants down. Me now. neither. I've counted. I counted. Every freaking time. You know how many? How many? Six on camera. I can't like unsee it. Like every time she's just like. Yeah. She looks like. Okay. I'm not ripping on her. She looks like how when I have a shirt and when, if I put on a couple pounds and mm-hmm. I'm wearing a shirt that's a little too tight on me, I will kinda... do that. I'll adjust myself yeah. all the time. I don't know if it's just pants that don't fit her. Get her some longer pants or something. Yes. Maybe get her some. They make um, 
those workout pants now that you can work into like WWE style where they cut down like right okay, after that. Okay. Knee. I, like kind of Capri style. <laughs> okay, I got something to say about that. Uh, last week, I think it was, she was wearing long pants, long leggings. Oh, yeah. She and she the- still did the pull. Oh, God. Never mind. I don't know then. I don't know. Maybe maybe she just needs... She's to- one size bigger. Maybe that's what more it is. Maybe, maybe, it's just, fitting. maybe she's just, she wears them too tight. And yeah. She's like, I'm Ronda Rousey. I'll kick your ass if you make fun of me. Yeah. Or maybe she does or doesn't wear underwear, which she needs to switch it up no matter what. Yeah, I have no um, idea. Yeah, a couple thoughts of this match. Hmm. Keep the kilt on Ronda while she's wrestling. It looks better. <sighs> I think change. I think you need to change up her whole look. She, she looks like a. She looks like a little kid who's playing wrestling. And yeah, I'm not yeah. ripping on her. It's just the jacket's too big. the The title's too big. The pants are too tight. the The pants are too tight, and the skirt's like is like kind of leaning off. Yeah, and the shirt looks generic. Um. Yeah. So it's just like. Change up her whole look. Give her, like, even Shayna Baszler has a really good look. Yeah. Like, she has the top and pants, you know, with uh-huh. the boots. Give Rousey that kind of something similar to that. Maybe something just similar to her UFC stuff. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know what it's going to take it to just, fix that. It looks yeah. like like when my little cousin, my cousins and I would wrestle and we'd dress up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, did you see that Mickey kick, that whiffs? No. And um, Natalia sells it. Like she got nailed, it was it was clear like six six inches away. Uh, hey, she's one hell of a worker, man. Yeah, she was. Uh, remember, she was. Uh, she wrestled. Remember, the, she got a she got a shoe thrown at her. Yeah, hell in cell twenty ten, man. Oh god, <laughs> she's like, awesome. you know what? At least I'm not getting shoes thrown at me anymore. It's fine. I'll t- I'll I'll bump when you need me to bump. Yeah, yeah, and and the week Ronda sells up, uh, she needs work, man. Yeah. Next up, we have Elias backstage. You know, he's just he's getting some tea from his PA, I guess. Yep. Um, that's when the camera chamomile. Pan, he's I need chamomile. You expect me? I, I my my writer says I need chamomile. He's a writer, I guess, yeah. and not like I don't know if you guys know what a writer is. It's something. It's a, something a lot of um, big time celebrities have. They say I need this. I need that. Oh, sorry, that was awesome. Oh, the Bobby Lashley. Uh, yeah, we're so we're watching Raw in the background. And Kevin Owens just gave Bobby Lashley one of those power bombs to the ring from apron. last week. Yeah, 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 I love that. Okay, please. Continue. Um, <laughs> a writer is when you basically your demands like, "Hey, I need a, a bowl of green M and M's before I go on stage." Yeah, you know why they said they did that? Why? Because they wanted to make sure that people were actually reading the writer. Who was the Spinal Tap or no? Who did that? I uh, who Rolling was Stones it? Or? Van Halen, Rolling Stones, okay. somebody like that. Oh, nice! But they did it so to make sure that they were reading the writer. I guess because a lot of people weren't they weren't getting everything they wanted. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, let's make sure they're reading this thing and just specify which M and M's we want. Yeah, like separate all the M and M's. I just yeah. remember, I'm, I think the first time I saw that was on Wayne's World because it's a joke on that. Yeah, so awesome stuff. Uh, next, oh, but the camera pans over and Braun Strowman. He's looking. He, Where's Roman? Oh, he's pissed. I like. I mean, I like heel Braun. I did before. Yeah, but it just seems kind of manufactured now. Because they made him face and then they went back. It, that flip flop, man. They yeah. they at all costs you got to prevent that in wrestling. You can't flip flop characters like that because they lose credibility one way or the other. Well, yeah, just in general, flip flopping you lose credibility. It's just yeah. It's I used because I I loved when he would beat up on Roman. I'm not finished with you. Yeah. Um, but now it's just it, he he goes. He's looking for Roman. He's you know beating up a PA. Where's Roman? He's brought him. Sorry, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. He picks him up, throws him. He's like, oh, Roman. There's no such thing as little buddies anymore. 
No, not at all. No friends for him. Well, unless unless you're in his community of heels. Why does he allow them? Like they're just like, hey, I hate Roman too. He's like, okay, let's go beat up the shield. Yeah, you know, like all right, I'll help you, dude. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, next up, we have um, uh, interview at Gorilla Position with Ronda Rousey. Uh, her pet cat and Charlie. I'm fine, okay. Yeah, uh, she, Charlie just asking how how her ribs are doing. She's like, yeah, I'm all right. Just, but just remember that on my worst day, I'm better than Alexa Bliss on her best. Yeah, okay. She like starts no selling, and you know Vince yeah. is like, God damn it. He's you know he's right there too. Yeah, like, that's fine, Ronda. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> and you know Triple H. Oh, that's great. I lo- I love you, Ronda. I mean, I love it, Ronda. <laughs> Because he apparently he's a huge fan of Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Uh, next up, ladies and gentlemen, Elias. He, Elias comes out, runs down the crowd, uh, does his song and dance. Um, I didn't really mo- watch much of that. It was snack time for me. You know, yeah. I really like this guy, uh, but man, is this? He just rips on the crowd. Gets heat. It, it's it's done. It's, out. It's run its course. Out comes Mick Foley Da-na-na. with Da-na-na. the Da-na-na. most 1980s mom perm. I can ever see, because he had that perm ready to go, man. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. Yeah. It was so because that's what, it, what got me distracted earlier. So I saw a picture. They said Mick Foley tonight on Raw, and the picture they showed was him with the beard. And yeah, the hair, and that's the Mick Foley I'm used to now. That's the one that I want. Yeah. Now he comes in with the with his hair and God, yeah. Anyways, uh, he comes out. He, he starts talking about he's there because it's the 20th anniversary of his Hell in the Cell match with the Undertaker. Uh-huh. And, you know, he's talking about the, the experience he had there, how he, you know, a tooth went through his nose, but he hasn't felt so alive since then that he begged Stephanie McMahon to be a part of it. But not to be a ring announcer, not to be a bell ringer, but to be the special guest referee. Ooh. Of which match? Of the main event, the Damn. universal title match. Yeah, okay. Um, which, you know, I don't know where they're going with this because it's just that he can't take a bump. His yeah, hip, he, no, has, no he just had hip replacement yeah. surgery. He can't take a bump. There's no way. The only thing they can do is maybe he can do a mandible claw on somebody. Yeah. Or somebody like Braun can scare him into the corner and then. But even, no, he can't take, he can't even take a Superman punch. It's too, it's too risky. Yeah, because he has to land on his back. It's too risky. Even if he's backed into a corner, it's too risky. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the only way this works is if he's like the ultimate uh, untouchable. Like he's the one that you know does all the power. The only moves. thing I can think of is that maybe he screws Roman, and he does a fast count. Yeah, uh, maybe he's you know the only maybe he does that. You know, Stephanie made me this referee, so I had to pay her back somehow. Yeah. So, uh, but then he went on to describe that he said Stephanie Man gave me since I was general manager at one point. Says. Constable Corbin, when she got the name wrong, it's it's um, in, uh, interim general manager. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> temporary general manager. I can't remember what it was. Uh, Baron Corbin. Uh, he has his handful, so he, she gave me the authority to make one match. Like, how is that helping Baron Corbin at all? Yeah, like at all. Maybe get a group of the guys together. You know, talk to them. You know, mm-hmm. calm them down. I don't know, man. But fill out some paperwork for him. <laughs> help. <laughs> I don't know. That's helping him. But having him make a match, he did payroll for for the day. He says, "You're you're facing off against this man." Out comes Finn Balor. Whoop whoop, too sweet. Yeah, got so, a lot of that last night. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. It's uh New Orleans is a is a pretty smarky crowd. Yeah, um, he comes out to the ring, but I, it cuts. I've off. never heard it in the WWE. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's been coming in a lot, which I think is weird because the whoop whoop is Marty Scroll, which I don't. I feel like the WWE is starting to take the fans are starting to take that and bring it over there, which I, yeah, 
I don't, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of doing it over there. Too sweet, you know. Too sweet is fine. Yeah, yeah, I would never, you know, diss anyone for it though. I just wouldn't do it myself. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Braun Strowman still in the hunt. You know, he's looking around, can't find Roman. Where's Roman? Where's Roman? Um, cut back to the match: Elias versus Finn Balor. Welcome to Headlock City, guys. Because uh, this is this is the pee break match. Yeah, this yeah, was yeah. a boring match, and it shouldn't have been. I mean, you have somebody that Mick Foley says he says Elias, you could be the next Universal Champion. Yeah, and Finn Balor, who was a Universal Champion, could at any time win. So, um, yeah, so it, this is a really boring match. I didn't Ooh, like it at all. Um, we're crowd is, and the crowd was completely dead. Um, Finn Balor eventually misses a coup de gras on Elias, but he gets the cradle pin on Elias anyways. So yeah, this is a Balor protection match. Okay. After losing so many matches, yeah, they they, they, said, they finally give him a win. Yo, know, I think even Corey Graves it's like, yeah, Balor needs a win here tonight. Yeah, I'm sorry, whatever. Um, that's when you know Renee Young said, "Yay!" No cheering here. <laughs> oh, all right. Next up, we have oh, okay, yeah, we get to, we get to get to my conspiracy theory in a couple minutes. Next up, we have cool. Bobby Lashley in the gym and Leo Rush. Yes. Joining the Monday Night Raw roster, he's talking up Bobby Lashley. He said, Bobby Lashley, my man, you know, every great man needs a man of the hour. And, you know, that's when Bobby Lashley was lifting weights. He took off his headphones and said, you see I'm working out here. Yeah. But Leo Rush went on and said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to motivate you. I'm trying to motivate you. Mm-hmm. He said, my man. And slaps Smacks on the, the hell out of me. Oh, I felt it. Motivate me, Leo Rush. And that's when he said, come on, low, low, low weight, high reps. Low weight, high reps. <laughs> come on, okay. Yeah, that was the line of the night. So we have Drake Maverick, who um, who's come to the Monday Night Raw as the AOP's manager a couple weeks ago. That's one. You have Drew Gulak, who attacks um, the Shield. He's one part, of, part of the pack. And now he's part of the dog pack. That's two. And now you have Leo Rush, the man of the hour. Hey, this is three. The time bomb is ticking on 205 Live. That's what I'm thinking, man. I think the days of 205 Live are numbered, um, at least in its regular form. Yeah. Um, I There have been some speculation, and I've said this. I think I said this a year ago. The yeah, merger? And I'm not trying to say, like, You're the predictive cr- god yeah, yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I did say that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. NXT and 205 Live need to merge. Yeah. And be an hour and a half show. Or two, an hour and a half, too, you know? Yeah. Because you, you can add in a couple cruiserweight matches, and it would feel like real. You would let them wrestle at the pace that they can, can wrestle at. Yeah, and the, it's the network. You can the fast cruiser, forward as you want. The Cruiserweight Classic was a great tournament, yeah. and 205 Live, let's face it, sucks because they have main roster people who are trying to have them appeal to a main roster crowd, even though it's on the WWE network and the only smarts have the WWE network who don't want to see that. Right. So it's this constant, like you're giving, you're like giving apples to people who want cheeseburgers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like if it was on, if it was on USA network, I would, that would make sense because people watching go, okay, this is WWE. Yeah. No. And you're expecting fan, casual fans who watch, you know, Raw and SmackDown, but don't have the network. And for some reason, still by the pay-per-views, uh, maybe the big four. Yeah. But you're expecting these guys to know the history and what these guys done and who they are, the healer face. You, you, you're you expecting them to know everything about them. Yeah. And, you know, just shove them down your throat. It, it doesn't work that way, buddy. It, it's, it's no bueno, as I would say when I have a really bad burrito. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Braun backstage with Charlie, and Braun is just scaring Charlie. It's just you know, get away, get away, Braun. He's yeah. asking where Roman is. She, she's a little scared. She says, I don't, I don't know, but maybe if you go out to the ring, you'll find him. I don't know. <laughs> that's when Braun's like, oh, that's a good idea, Charlie. I'm gonna go do that. Thanks. 
Um, he goes out to the ring. He kind of goes on about Mick Foley being the special guest referee in this match. He says, Mick, if Mick Foley gets in my way, his injury suffered by the Undertaker 20 years ago will be will look like a, a paper cut compared to what oh, I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so then that's when Roman Reigns' music hits. He's oh, like, and he uses the coward thing again. Everybody's using the coward word. Roman Reigns is a coward. Yeah, can't You're we just leave that exclusive to the uh, Daniel Bryan Miz thing? No, he's a coward. Ah. I, I heard it and I like it. Um, I love that. Hear Roman Reigns music hit and Roman Reigns is nowhere to be seen at first, but shows up on the commentary table, pointed out by Michael Cole. He goes, "Oh, look, Roman Reigns is on the table." Yeah, what the yeah, what? All right, and then Braun Strowman walks right into a Superman punch. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. It's just. Then they fight, and then Roman Reigns gets a Samoan drop on Braun Strowman. Roman Reigns stands tall on the go-home show. Uh-huh. Uh, and we have a new... I mean, we'll see, but I... I, I don't think so, but, you know, it's just... That's usually how it's, you know... That's Laid the, out. That's how they... At least the... the um, Standard the, the, uh, operate... Wait, what? SOP. What standard a, operating... That's usually what happens. Procedure, yeah. yeah. So that was Monday Night Raw. Um, from yeah, some, some you're right. Movie. It was sucky. It wasn't that great. It was. It was. Bo- it wasn't. You know. It's just some parts were okay, but the parts that were okay didn't really make up. Yeah, for maybe you know, uh, KO showing up, kicking his uh, whole deal was was fun. Mm-hmm. Seeing McFoley back again was good. Other than that, yeah, I'm having a hard time finding anything else that stood out that was good. Yeah, the Leo Rush line. <laughs> Low-weight, high reps. Low-weight, high reps. Yeah. You know, Raw kept me from playing Spider-Man and watching Luke Cage and Iron Fist, and I have to catch up on oh, those. Iron Fist and the, too, is it? The damn Daredevil trailer is out. Oh, I'm so Season far behind. Three? Yes. Ooh, I, love, I love me some Daredevil, man. That show's so awesome. So far behind. That show's awesome. Well, yeah. let's get out of here so we can get you in playing some Spider-Man. Uh, but before we get out of here, guys, we like to do our... Our usual, our usual celebrations, our birthday. I, I legit dig this this segment. Celebrations. Don't let anybody tell you different. Uh, we have two birthdays today. We have one one uh, one wrestler. Um, she was uh, she was a uh, she wrestled on the independent scene at OVW a little bit. One Josette Benham. She turns uh, how old? She turned today. Forty years old today. So happy birthday, Josette. Whoa! And turning fifty three or fifty three years old today. Yes. Is one the only the ECW creator one Paulie dangerously? Oh, sorry, Paul Heyman. <laughs> Paulie dangerously. That's what love I love that guy. So happy birthday, Paul Heyman. Happy birthday, Josette. Happy birthday. Um, to yeah. You. So that was Monday Night Raw in a nutshell. Yep. Can't wait for SmackDown game. tonight. Yeah, we'll see what happens on SmackDown. We'll see you tomorrow on the Smack It Review. Yes, uh, we're coming from CCSF, KCSF uh, radio station. We should be. We should be. Yeah, we probably are. Yeah, 99% chance we are. Okay. Yeah, though there is a, a slim chance we'll be back at Diamond Studio, but but we're, we're, we're aiming for the return to KCSF. Guys. For City Wrestling Radio, for the Raw Review, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Jose Osegueda. And we will see you tomorrow with Smack It, our SmackDown Live recap of the show. City Wrestling J. All right. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.